Thank you for listening to the Upstate Golf Guys podcast. Cape and everything in between. Before we get the episode started, I just want to give a shout out to Nate from Eggcorn Hills. Uh, thank you so much for coming on last episode, telling us about your journey uh, to your brand and talking golf with us. I know your your time is uh, valuable. We saw your schedule and uh, we really appreciate you coming on. So with that said, make sure you go to eggcornhillsco.com and use Upstate 15 at checkout for 15% off. I have a special guest here today with me. Uh, I grew up with him. Uh, we were we used to hang out every day, probably when we were 10, 11, 12 years old. And I just recently ran into him out and about uh, a couple months back. And he told me he also enjoys the game of golf and wants to come out and join us playing this year one, uh, one or two times. So he's definitely going to come out and join the crew. Um, his name's Dan, and uh, he's from Troy originally. He's another upstate golf guy, or not upstate golf guy, but an upstate guy that enjoys golf. What's up, Dan? What's up, Ant? Raj, how are you guys today? Good, man. What's up, buddy? How you been? I've been all right, you know, back in the 518 for a bit, so. Roger and uh, Dan also know each other because they played baseball with each other, and uh, they went to high school together. I went to Tamarack, and these guys went to Troy High, but I, I hung out with a lot of the uh, Troy kids just from where I lived on, on North Lake Ave. I used to ride my bike up to Sickaway every day and hang out with the boys. But, yeah, we've been talking about the uh, waste management the last couple episodes on the Pitch, Putt, and Puff, and then on my last podcast with Nate a little bit. And, uh, actually, Roger ignited this idea. He said he knew a couple guys uh, that were at the uh, waste management. I'm like, you know what? I said, Dan mentioned that he was going a couple months ago. I said, I think I could get Dan on and talk about it. And uh, I just want to know – if the videos we see all over the internet and on Instagram are what it was really like in real life, Dan. Yeah, I can verify, uh, probably, uh, a hundred percent accurate. It was, uh, <laughs> it was a, uh, they, they call it the greatest show on grass and everybody was referring as referring to it as the greatest shit show on grass. So that's about what it was guys. It was, um, a little out of control to say the least. And did it seem overcrowded to you, like they were showing all over the internet? Yeah, overcrowded, again, would be an understatement. Um, we decided to uh, head over at about 11.30 a.m., and um, we thought that was a good idea. But, uh, you know, Rideshare dropped us off a mile from the course. Uh, had about a 35-minute walk to get to the gate. Once we got up to the gate, we had another 20 minutes trying to get in there, and... Uh, yeah, the, the the crowds. We could tell before we even got into the venue that it was going to be bad. Um, we had heard people talking along the way. Um, it was already getting crowded. We decided not to make the uh, early dash to the sixteenth at five, six, seven a.m. like everybody does. But uh, I think the weather conditions kind of played into that a bit. And I'm sure you guys have, you know, read some reports, heard people talking. The uh, you know, the rain they got from Tuesday to Thursday was like 
you know, a quarter of the rain they get for an entire year. So it, uh, the, the course was very sloppy to say the least. Um, I think a lot of those spots where, you know, individuals would normally be able to, you know, walk and get around the course were kind of not necessarily roped off, but they were kind of unpassable in some spots, just standing water, a lot of areas, just a lot of muddy terrain. And, Oh yeah, we yeah, saw it was, we, it was horrible. We saw the muddy terrain, right, Roger? <laughs> oh, that was brutal. I seen the one video of the kid falling down the hill, lost his shoe, his whole face. He looked like he was doing blackface. He was covered in mud. And, <laughs> you know, it was bad. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, we walked in, and I think the closest we we had to kind of make a choice. You get you get down through the gates under a little overpass they have, and it was either go right or go left. Left was kind of up towards 18th fairway. Um, but it, it was kind of pick your poison at that point. There was just people everywhere. Um, I don't know if it was Ricky Fowler. One of the guys was, I was men- mentioning to Ant earlier. I think he kind of referred to it as uh, Coachella for men in their late thirties. And that's, that's yeah. kind of what it felt like. It was, it was just out of control and all that. You were down there I for mean, the whole weekend. Like, uh, we were only, well, I was out in Phoenix, Scottsdale for four days, but we only went to waste management on Saturday. So, okay. Well, that was the day I mean, got, shit got crazy. So it looks like it'd be fun to go for the party scene, but if you wanted to go watch golf and actually um, yeah, enjoy that. End. Uh, again, I think, you know, it, yes, there's, there's, there's kind of two schools of thought there. If you're going to watch golf, it might not be the best, the best venue for you. Um, I think we were kind of chatting earlier too. There's a lot more, local tournaments down in jersey you have one every couple of years you have the travelers out in connecticut that's a fun place i've been to four or five times for the uh at tpc cromwell out there that's a fun place to go and watch watch some golf but this i mean unless you're gonna you know want to deal with the crowds you know a, a few of my buddies were out there four years ago for same type of deal another bachelor party and um you know they said this was much worse much more crowded um you know i think like we were talking, I think the cat's kind of out of the bag on this. I don't know what they're going to be able to do to rein this back in, but um, you know, there's there's already discussions ongoing moving forward. But I wouldn't say it's the best place to watch golf unless right. you're going to, you know, perch up at the 16th at the stadium hole for a few hours. Um, it was a good spot. We didn't get in there till three three thirty in the afternoon. You know, we just didn't. There was too many people. They weren't letting people in. It was packed. Nobody was leaving finally got up to that spot at three 30 and we still had to wait half an hour to even get into the general admission area. So now you said, you said that you were one of the um, patrons that uh, when the system started failing with checking, checking tickets, you said something that you were actually one of the guys that the lady was just like, just go ahead in. Yeah, and there was, I mean, we all, every one of us had tickets on our phones, you know, whatever app they used for their, for their ticketing for the event. I don't know if they've used it in the past, but I don't know if the app was giving trouble, their scanners, but I felt bad for the woman. She tried to scan it 10 times and she was like, just, just go in. And I'm like, you know, I got a ticket, fine, whatever. It's not like I'm going to be coming in and out, but I think, you know, word started to get out at some point that they weren't really checking tickets at the gate. So, you know, at that point, if I'm a local kid and I'm telling all my buddies, yo, just come over, they're not even checking tickets, get in here, see whatever for free. And I think it just spiraled really quickly. Um, you know, we heard reports that maybe last year, or this year, there was 150,000 general admission tickets sold or whatever for the day. And then we heard later in the day, people thinking it's closer to 250,000. And then 
come to find out later, you know, the number kind of ballooned up to probably closer to half a million. So yeah, that's crazy. Half a million people on a golf course is you can only imagine too much. A, a muddy, a muddy golf yeah. course. At muddy that. golf course with those conditions, the alcohol flowing. It's a party. I mean, like you said, it's Coachella for thirty year olds. Really, at that point. Yeah, man. It, it I heard next year they're looking to raise the prices astronomically to to try to limit the the people. But I think it's still going to be the golf Super Bowl where people can go and party and have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I, I was. It was just funny walking around and seeing. You know, you go to a golf event, people like to dress up just like any any big sporting event, whatever. But you'd think coming into this event with the amount of rain and, you know, people just not caring, I guess. But the amount of the amount of girls I saw in, like I said, high heels and, and short <laughs> skirts was I, I don't know what they were thinking, but walking yeah. around and falling down and in a muddy mess after that was it was laughable at times. And, so uh, so can you can you. Give me a roundabout number. How many people you probably saw fall, whether they were drunk or even, not? I couldn't even <laughs> say. It was. It had to be every five minutes. You either saw some fall, or one out of every three or four people that walked by, you had a muddy backside, a muddy front side. <laughs> it was. At one point, I think we were near hole. It was kind of close to the fan zone, um, but we were going. We stopped to get a hot dog because it was only one of one of the only places that was had no lines so we were just chilling there for a second 15 20 seats over here we were all standing around and you could see whatever the green was where the guys were actually putting and people were cheering over there a couple hundred feet away but the bigger scene and it was funny i was joking with my buddies that were there the bigger scene was actually happening right in front of us because of how packed the walkways were people were trying to use the hill to get around the the big groupings and Everybody was just watching. Everybody attempt to get up and down this hill, one after another, just slipping and sliding. Nobody was letting anybody know. Just everybody was getting more cheers for falling down the muddy hill than they were, you know, sinking a putt. So <laughs> I was a little crazy. I think I saw that video as well. Uh, yeah, you, I there mean, was the people, there was guy. There was a guy like leaving, and he was just so wasted that he just made like an L right to the off the walking path into the trees, <laughs> fell down a hill, ended up in like a pond, like a stream. And everybody's just sitting there. Like at this point, no one was even helping anybody. They're just laughing at him. Like just let him sit there. Uh, Dan said he saw a couple, couple people pissing themselves. Yeah, um, like oh, yeah. it was just normal. I mean, you could. You said, Thirty. What did you say? Thirty-five, forty-minute wait to the bathroom. Yeah, we got lucky. We actually, we didn't realize there uh, the second time we tried to go. We didn't realize how long the line actually was when we looked around. But we cut in front, and then once people saw, we saw a couple people cutting the line. We didn't realize where the line was, and we just went for it. And it was just. Everybody in line was like, are you kidding me? We've been waiting here. I'm like, I, well, I don't know what to say. Like, you walk in, you didn't want to be the, – the, the, those porta potties were the grossest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I've been to some crazy events, and the amount of beer cans and – like, you walked in, and I was hoping when I when I was standing in there that I was standing in mud, but it was just brown all on the floor. And I'm like, this, this better be mud that I'm stepping in right now. The, they were the port potties were all filled with cans like people were and i felt bad for the woman trying to sit there and you know corral everybody and right lead them to open th she was like if you had an open container she's like you can't come in here she's like these things are full we got to clean these out later i'm like lady i don't know what to tell you i'm just like i gotta go to bed it's going down right and <laughs> you got to feel bad for these people because they're probably making 20 bucks an hour dealing with like so the lady at the other, board, the yep. lady at the shitter, like all yeah. this shit they're dealing with for 20 bucks an hour. At some point too, I would just throw my arms up and be like, yeah, all right, buddy, have at it. 
That's what I thought she was going to do. Was she, was, she was trying to keep the peace, but it was not working. And I was, I was telling him earlier when, um, when we kind of, so we got in there, like I said, about 1130, we were able to get a couple beers from one of the random vendors. I was walking around with a cooler. Um, but I think we got maybe one more after that three, we probably had three each. Uh, and then all of a sudden it was probably about one, one thirty. started getting texts from other friends that weren't at the event. They're like, what happened? Why, why did they stop selling beer? And we were like, what? And we were kind of in between walking around. We weren't really noticing. I think we were finishing ours. And then we walked over to one of the other vendors and the girl was kind of pissed off. She's like, no, they just told us we got to stop serving. And then that's when more of the reports came out about the police and the fire marshal being involved because the crowds, the amount of people, the 30 or 40 people that had already passed out on at the stadium course hole. And then word came out, one guy that jumped out of the stands. I think, I don't know if you guys have seen the video yeah. of him doing snow angels in the bunker, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it turned into just craziness. But I felt bad for the girl. Like you were saying, this girl's got, you know, a part-time job here. She's trying to make some money. And she's like, you know, I'm done for the day. I can't, now I can't make any more money. They shut me down. So I'm like, so it was yeah, just right. not good on multiple fronts for sure. I mean, I think some big changes in general just need to be made where they could still have it be a party course and party uh, tournament. But I mean, maybe don't start serving beer until 10, 11 a.m. Don't start don't start serving it at 7 a.m. Um, like uh, Dan was saying, when these people rush to the 16th hole, how long are they there for until people start coming around? We all golf. You're, oh, yeah. It's three and a half hours until they get to the 16th hole. Three hours. So they're, what are they going to do there for the three hours? So when they rush, you're there, rushing I mean, there at five, six in the morning, you're not leaving that spot. You're there for the no. day. You're not, you're, it's like New Year's Eve and, and Times yeah, Square. That's your that spot. spot. And they're so, juicing up. I mean, yeah. I can't, you know, that they opened up those beer tents right when they ran in there. Yeah. yeah I wasn't, absolutely. I wasn't out there four years ago when my group of friends went out for a separate bachelor party, but they said that's exactly what happened. It was, you know, getting in line at 4 35 a.m waiting until the gates open at seven rushing over there and then you got three hours to kill essentially before any golfers even come through so right. you can only imagine you know they were getting free breakfast burritos tossed out seven eight in the morning but once those run out there's not really there's food you can go in and out and get but your seat's kind of up for grabs at that point um you know and then the alcohol is flowing at that at that early stage of the day already. So you said you kind of lucked out though. Uh, once the alcohol sales stopped, uh, everybody kind of cleared out of 16, didn't they? Yeah. Mass exodus. I mean, from the entire course, it wasn't once that one 30 to two o'clock window hit and people started realizing they couldn't get any more alcohol. You couldn't even really get food or any concessions. Really. They kind of shut down everything from a general admission perspective. They were, they were uh, just trying to get people off the course, anything they could to, to clear these people out they opened up i think i read an article after the fact this week that uh they started opening up all their actual security gates the gates that they don't use for entrance and exit just for you know police and the people on the course they had to open up all those because people just couldn't get out the main front entrance so when we left at 6 6 30 we were able to just get out quickly but yeah the mass exodus once that the beer in the concession stop was we we're like, ah, I guess this is our opportunity to get over to the 16th. So we, we still had to wait 20, 30 minutes in that line, but it was fun once we got in there. But yeah, it was uh it was a crazy scene, a lot of unhappy people. Um, you know, we got into the 16th right around, like I said, 3:30-ish. And as soon as we got in there, we found some seats in a good spot, but 
the we want beer chance just started right away people were just <laughs> people were just pissed okay. we were like still watching good golf but you know it kind of felt like we were missing out on something a little bit so you've been to multiple tournaments would you say that this was your least enjoyable yeah i i would unfortunately i mean it was it was a fun thing to experience but um i am definitely a golf fan and like i said if you you know the the travelers in connecticut it's pretty pretty easy to get to they always have a good event that gets get put on there but I would say if you want to go for this for the party aspect and just not care about golf for the day, you'll see a couple shots here and there. But, you know, it's fun. It was fun to experience once, but I, I don't think I would do it again. And I don't know if it's ever going to be the same. We'll see what happens. They're going to have to make some big changes, like you mentioned. So, right. So you were saying um, about the bathroom situation, 35, 40 minutes. I mean, Liberty National was it sounds like apples and oranges. I went like when I went to the bathrooms at liberty national they were porta potties and they were actually surprisingly pretty clean number one number two there was zero zero weight you just walked up to an open one um the shuttle situation you said there was what about an hour and a half two hour shuttle wait yes we went every time we went to the shuttle uh both times it was we literally were in front of the line got right on the shuttle there was a so it seems like there was i mean obviously there was only 150,000 tickets sold and there was 500,000 there. So, I mean, that's on the public, but I think there definitely could be more done uh, on the event side to maybe prevent this from happening. I even, you know, sooner than getting into the, uh, the actual event, start checking these people before they get on the, um, the shuttles and start checking them before they even, you know, get to the gate. Before there's even a problem. It comes to yeah. a point, though, too, Ant, where if you're, you're yeah. planning for 250, all right, so say you're throwing a party, 250 people are coming, and then 500 show up, you're, you're just unprepared. Like, it's just, yeah. it comes to that point for them, too, where they could prepare for 300,000, 400,000, yeah. but then when five, 600,000, 700,000, whatever it was, show up, there's there's nothing you can do. They had to call in the fire marshal at that yeah, point because they control. lost control there's, of the situation. Yeah, I don't think there was very much they could do once it got out of hand, but it's 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 sad i think i think they you know everything still went to plan but i was also telling ant i think i read an article they're gonna refund most people's tickets at least the people that didn't get in uh for saturday so they're probably gonna take a big hit on you know that that side of things for saturday but you know it's just gonna get a refund because your ticket never scanned yeah i know i'm like i I, I, I kind of feel bad, but like if they're going to give out oh, refunds, you know, I, I didn't really get to experience the day like I would have liked. So I would right. take that I think all day. I was sure all that. You were, you were, you were herded like cattle going through that. I saw pictures. I mean, come on. It wasn't enjoyable. I would be pissed off. Yeah, I mean, and, and did, I, and I actually got in. There was people, you know, you want to come for the afternoon for golf to see certain people. There were people that actually had tickets that, that point later in the day couldn't even get in the gates. They were, regardless if you had a ticket or not, they weren't letting anybody in. So those people didn't even get to get in to experience anything. So, mm. but yeah, you walked in it. It was like to go a couple hundred feet would take 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Like you couldn't move. It, it was just odd. I didn't, we didn't know where we were walking. We didn't know what entrance we were walking to. We didn't, we were just kind of being directed ourselves, just following this traffic pattern of, of people. And now you guys were, now you guys were, not, I'm not going to say sober because I don't know, but you weren't like, could you imagine being no, blacked out drunk yeah. like some of these people getting herded like cattle, like just wobbling, like, where am I going? Like, could you imagine? Well, I, I think that's when things started to 
you had the mesh of people are there trying to watch golf, people like us that are trying to have a good time, watch some golf. And then you have the, the crazies that are out there and they were taking the avenues on the course, which you shouldn't have been taking. They were going up and down the, the muddy hills. They were just trying to get from one spot to another. You saw the videos, guys, girls sliding 20, 30 feet down the hill. It was <laughs> that you just couldn't get anywhere. So it was either you take this other way down, test your luck out, or you wait half an hour to just walk through these jam-packed. I mean, you guys have been on golf courses, you know, the car pass. It's not like we're at some crazy venue here the car paths are eight ten feet wide max in some spots like that's what you had this amount of people trying to walk through and you got you know a thousand people trying to get from one hole to another in a small small spot it just it wasn't working it was, it was just so um just a general question for um anybody that's looking to go watch an event not necessarily the waste management You've been to multiple events. What would you say is better to post up on one hole, watch everybody come through or to follow a group or two throughout the whole course? Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on the course you're at. If you've, if you haven't been to the course before, I really enjoy walking the course. Even, even when we go golfing, you know, I still, I think most guys are going to get on a cart, but I've walked enough golf courses. It's fun to do. And you get to experience a lot of the different holes and see stuff, but there is there is a fun a fun aspect to just posting up in one spot. You go to a place like the waste management, you got 16, you got a couple of these big holes that the crowds are just wild. It's it's a fun atmosphere to be in. But a place like the Travelers, really good spot. You know, a lot of these courses, you know, that they have these um events at, the Travelers has four or five holes within, you know, I, you know, seeing distance of a tee box green the fairway wherever it is so it is kind of cool from that aspect to have a nice spot watch five ten groups come through go walk a little bit so i i like both i guess it depends on the course plus so. when you post up uh if you like were to go to like the 13th hole say when the when the tournament had just started you may be waiting a little bit but you could get a really really good spot i mean I told you earlier when I was at Liberty National, we went up to the 15th hole before they we watched. We were at the second and second um, tee box, third green. We were, we were hanging out around there. And I said, let's go to the back nine or back nine now so we could see the same guys come through. So we, we went over before they started coming through. And we literally were leaning on the um, where the tee box is. They had like a little sign, basically, that said the 15th hole. And I mean, I could hear caddies and players conversations um hearing them joke with each other hearing them talk to the uh you know the dudes holding the quiet signs um actually kevin na i know you you said you might have have him on here but a funny story about kevin na is uh the guy you know these are just volunteer guys holding their signs quiet please and uh the guy was standing in the same spot holding them up and kevin na comes up and he turns around he goes Everybody knows I don't like anybody behind me in my backswing, dude. I was like, "Listen, I hope you have him on your show. I hope I hope he comes on." But I was like, "Wow!" I was like, I "Like this poor guy was, was like, the, the guy was just like, oh, geez, I'm sorry.'" And he like walked to the other side, so he just turned around and make sure he was like, he goes, he, I think he was saying it like, yeah. you know, like this, like everybody should know this about me. You know, I walk my putts in. I'm Kevin Na, you know, <laughs> right. but." uh you know, it was it was just cool kind of in an aspect of hearing these conversations and kind of getting to know the golfers a little better. But yeah, it's a cool little insight. You get to hear kind of those mic'd up moments you'd hear from, you know, 
NFL or NBA or whatever games when you hear those cool little side conversations, um, you know, just people joking around or what they want to do on the whole little approach. It is a fun thing when you can post up in a spot like that. Um, but you really, and just, you know, one of those little, not insider tips, but you really have to pay attention to, you know, where the pairings are and who you actually want to see. If, you know, you're going to have those crowds, you know, back in the day, you want to go see Tiger play. You want to go see him. We were at, um, we were at one of the events in Jersey. I don't know which, it might have been that one of the Barclays four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. We actually got to see Tiger hit a couple shots, but the people that wanted to see him tee off on the first hole were there from the crack of dawn waiting. He right. he might have had a one o'clock tee time. They were there at seven. They were going to wait for Tiger. And as soon as he teed off, everybody left. Everybody him. left, and it was so you really got to you pick your poison, so to speak, because you know if you want to follow some people, you you might not be able to get close to them. You're going to have to pick a spot early stay there you know can't do as much walking around if you want to see him but then the moment's kind of over real quickly so it's uh yeah if you want to enjoy the course it's it's fun to walk around too so roger is tiger done <laughs> i mean i called it bro the other day when we were talking i said That's every time rough, he starts yeah. to play bad he, his back hurts or his knee hurts or now he's got the flu and he, his he, stomach hurts he wasn't even playing that bad though he was only two off the cut dude i mean he wasn't like embarrassing. Cut, he's worried about the lead he's he was off the cut you know what i mean so yeah for, around like that for him he doesn't want to be there anymore so that's his way to get out he's getting ready because i mean he's gearing up for the masters i think he's going to give that one more shot and then yeah. we're, we're going to slowly see him fade away with health wise because i just don't think he has it he anymore. has too much of an ego to go to the champion store he could go there and dominate playing those old guys and he can go there he could take it he could use a cart in the champion store but he just has too much of an ego to go play with those guys the old men he's but he's there in age yeah, he's he's he can do it like it's he's tough, just man. i know he just it doesn't matter what sport it is it's tough to let go man yeah. it doesn't doesn't matter if you're an amateur or professional it, that that last game that last round that last yeah, he's nasty. We've all been there. It's for sure. you don't you don't want to hang up the cleats, so to speak. And dude, you know, I was playing I, pickup, I, I was fun. playing pickup basketball and football until I was 35 years old until I had heart heart situation. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I gotta take a break from this stuff. You know, but I know I that competitive that competitive edge is hard to get rid of. And that's why I'm a golfer now. I just I gotta find something to compete. It's especially somebody like Tiger. Do. I mean, but listen, um, this was an awesome episode. I kind of wanted to keep it short and sweet. Um, I got the family coming back home in a little bit. Um, Real quick, though, I'm going to ask, uh, Dan, did you see any fights out there? Was there any, like, fights out there? This we saw a couple like close calls, but after the fact, we, we saw the stuff going around on Twitter and stuff about a couple, like, legitimate. And actually, that will be one thing I'd say is as far as security, actual police and I didn't see too many of them. Like there was a couple times we saw them. I think they're mostly gathered around the stadium course hole. Cause that is where everything gets out of control, mm-hmm. but sure. it wasn't much of a security presence anywhere. So yeah, that, that combination of the alcohol, people being upset, not getting in too many, just crowds. I think it was a, that was a, a bad combination of things that were all in the same spot. Was there, um, was there um, metal detectors? No. Wow. That many not people. anything you walk through there's no nobody scanning anything no wands no actual walkthrough detectors they were i saw them check a few bags but 
Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was not like some of the other events I've been to in that respect. They were probably checking the bags, so they don't want people bringing booze in. Probably, yeah. you know, this is probably what they were checking the bags for. Sell more booze. Yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely look crazy. I'm I'm really glad I got Dan on here, somebody that was actually uh, there firsthand, and he confirmed that the videos that we all saw was that's just what it was. That's how <laughs> how it really was, and I'm kind of glad I wasn't there. I mean, yeah, I always show. I've been saying for years I would love to go there, go to the 16th hole, but I hate huge crowds. Like yeah. like if you're any bit claustrophobic, it was yeah yeah not 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 great. But listen, Roger, why don't uh we got to get together for a, a golf outing. You, you know, Dan's been wanting to golf with us, and uh, you guys, Set it up, you man. boys. And, I heard uh, you guys talk on the this, last on the, the one. They might be opening a little early or something. Yeah, yeah I shape. talked to Josh the other day. We're looking probably close to April first. Nice, good. April we'll 1st, definitely one hundred percent get out and get get. We'll get uh, we'll get Dan out on a Sunday with your with your loop two one of these days. Absolutely, I'll sure. I can, whenever you guys want. I'll book that that third tee time right off the rip, and we'll get it going. Yeah, man. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Upstate Golf Guys podcast. Um, tune in Tuesday. We'll be dropping another episode. We're having Don't Get Greedy Golf on. Um, and uh, really appreciate you tuning in. Have a good one, guys. Happy ball itself has its own energy or life force, if you will. Its natural environment is in the home. So why don't you send them home? His bags are packed. He's got his airplane tickets.